Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. 657 Medium Wave Radio Pulpit. We trust the Lord is doing you good, blessing you so much in a mighty way. I'm talking to Sipati Tabudi. She's on the line. Greetings to you, Sipati. Hi. Hello, Pastor A. How are you? I knew you'd say that. <laughs> are you well, though? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. That's very good. That's very good. Now, we we are talking about the issue of spousal avoidance. Hey, when someone adv- avoids their spouse, what comes to mind with regards to that, you know? So this spousal avoidance, much of the times you see people who stay in the same house and they don't have time for each other. Even though that they have time for each other, they choose to stay off each other's paths. They only collide when when they go to the to the bedroom. <laughs> then the ways are colliding. But basically, the other one would like to be in the other room reading a newspaper. If people still read newspapers, can still access that online. But people are just online throughout. You know and they avoid each other we want to check as to what are the reasons that make spouses to avoid one another we want to explore those things and we don't want to play the blame game you know to say no the other one is boring the other one is an introvert but most of the time we see these kinds of avoidances coming across in many marriages of people who um uh, how can i put it uh, married and and they stay in the same house they've got good jobs they've got kids but they just avoid each other you know uh, they don't even hold hands they don't even touch each other in front of kids you know just to touch the shoulder of the other or the hand of the other you know or the knee you know they just don't and it, it's one of those things that really you know troubles a bit because um, you also see amongst such the notion yeah i am no longer compatible with the other you know uh, it comes because of you know a misunderstanding of these avoidances which actually could be addressed but many don't so i believe this program is is going to gear us towards trying to find out as to how to deal with this very aspect, you know, uh, of avoidance uh, and and to see as to how to go about it, you know, uh, uh, because much of the times many people don't do quite well on this. They say we've grown apart, you know, I don't know him no more, I don't know her no more, or... Uh, we have become unattractive to one another. You know, um, it has become mutual that we have reached a stage uh, of irreconcilabilities. All these things start as this kind of avoidance. And if this avoidance could be dealt with when it happened over and over again, it can be treated quite well because these two know how to treat it. Do you get my point, Sipati? Absolutely. What comes to mind? Um, I think the issue of attitude plays a big role in in, um, spousal avoidance because Mm. in most cases you find 
someone who will say, okay, well, if he won't talk to me, I also won't talk to him. And then slowly but surely, you know, the connection between the two people um, fades away, you know. Um, and then you find someone then seeking emotional and physical comfort outside of their marriage because they no longer find this within the marriage. You know, I was reading an interesting article um, when you gave me the, the, the topic mm. for this week. And it talked about how a study shows that many people who have who, um, who are from toxic households, you know, who grew up in toxic households, are much more likely to adopt an avoidant stance. In other words, mm. you know, they would rather not confront issues. They mm. would rather leave issues um, for the sake of peace. You know, they would rather um, do the things that they don't even like doing just so that they can make the other people or the other person happy, you know. So we we, we see here um, the issue of personality, the issue of our, our um, how we grew up taking, um, you know, also a, a stance on how we deal with issues in our own marriage. So in most cases, when we avoid um, issues, what it basically does is that it just takes away the little connection that is left between the two the two people. Mm. You mentioned the issue of how when we avoid it, it gets to a point where, you know, it, it's a bit difficult to come back. What I've found in most cases is that um, we often wait until the last minute to seek help that we need, you know? Mm. We let things slide and we get to a point where... Um, we realize that, okay, well, I feel that I have tried everything. And then someone will say, okay, let me try counseling. But you can see that the attitude there is not of reconciliation, but the attitude there is just to, to show everyone else that they have tried everything to try and save the marriage, you know? So mm. I think what's important is that we need to take into consideration that um, as children of God, we ought to put the other first before us and take into consideration that how we treat them has an impact on their life. So if we continue to reach, to, to avoid our spouse, we can't help or they can't help but get to a point where they feel rejected, they feel lonely, and that can lead to a lack of love also in the marriage. Mm, mm, that lack of love. You know, uh, Sipati, uh, in all honesty, the the aspect uh, of avoidance and, and I, I I appreciate your perspective that okay it can be rooted in some experience of a sort but what if the experiences of the two had been nothing but that you know um, they were good they come from good Christian households you know. Mm-hmm. And balanced families, they've been raised quite well, you know. But to uh, an extent, as they uh, grew, you know, uh, they started to avoid each other, you know. Mm-hmm. There must be causes also which lead to that. I appreciate that. I can relate to that because mm-hmm. I've seen many people who would say, well, I had seen this kind of trend in at my home between my mother and my father, between my father and my mother. 
I saw it and then I saw what came with it and the pain that came with it and they start to shell themselves immediately mm-hmm. not realizing that they are now avoiding you you know but here is these ones they're from the good old family good old <laughs> morals you understand mm-hmm. good old everything they are from there they uh, uh, have experienced what one can term as uh, you know bliss let me put it that way you know happiness balance and here they come into a marriage and now they are avoiding each other they, they really you know would be happy if the other wasn't there well i'm not i'm talking i'm not talking about death but if you are not there they are the happiest mm. they are the free the freest the most free <laughs> and then when you come they shell very quickly it is quite sad there is that moment and i've seen many people who would come and they have that kind of problem and i say yeah. the affectors that are causing that you know in a marriage which many people don't look into mm-hmm. when we come back let me address this with sipati it's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone sometimes we just need someone to talk to someone to listen to us and what better way to do that than through a quick and easy whatsapp text whether you're having a hard time coping with school family issues being bullied depression or anxiety speak to someone who cares today send a whatsapp message to 064-530-6805 or 074-995-9089 our I Am Youth Counseling team, Charles Toy and Danny Van Billy, are ready to connect with you today. It's here. Radio Pulpit's new website is live. You can tune in at radiopulpit.co.za and enjoy crystal clear sound with just a click of a button or listen to our podcasts. Discover biblical truths in our daily devotionals and let our stories of hope inspire you. You can download our app on this new look, easy to use platform. Find your favorite program, get to know our presenters and so much more at radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Download our app now and listen to us wherever you go. Available in the App Store and Play Store. As easy as the touch of a button. The Message of Life on 657 AM. I'm talking to Sipati Tabudi and I can say without a doubt, you know, Sipati, there are people who come from very good families, man. You know, president. I'm just joking. But, but they come from good families. Their parents have never divorced. They've been good. They've been putting a good picture to them, taking care of them and all that. And now you realize all of a sudden that they are in a marriage and then there is this avoidance that occurs. And then offline we were talking, you know, you and I. We spoke about some of the things that are causing this. And then you bring a clause of the times we live in. We live in a 
in the uh, uh, the fourth industrial revolution which is really uh, thrust down our throats mm -hmm. and uh, we basically you find someone is able to talk to the whole world while sitting on a couch and not saying a word they can say powerful words to two million people without actually saying it in their own environment. They can do that. But others, it is the differences that have developed um, uh, amongst them or differences that have developed with their spouse in that they had gone on to actually stick to what makes them different than trying to gel and understand the difference of the other. Mm. Others have gone on to actually accommodate themselves and convinced themselves that this is my time, I'm having a me time. And they don't realize that the me time is actually a divorce that is, you, you are splitting to, to, to divorce, divorce. You are splitting a force. You know, um, uh, many people think that it's when people go to court. No, 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 no. It happens when people are staying in the same house. Yeah. And, and the, the other starts to, because they don't understand or want to accommodate the differences of the other. Others, it's simply because of the manner in which families run. Others is attitudes that have developed over a time. You no longer respect me or you no longer love me, you know. Others is, uh, just like a topic I gave to the Apostle Leseho, others are avoiding each other because they are afraid of telling their spouse or how salibila. Jim a bit. And whatever lorke lockdown, we keep busy, we just have brown every day. You know, others, others, um, uh, you know, others, it's because of the philosophies that develop. People forget also sympathy. And I'd like to get your view. People forget that when you are together, you, you also are growing. And then when people grow, there are some characteristics that start to show in them which you never actually saw them when they were younger. Mm. That is why someone, when they fight, the, the guy would say, you're not my mother. <laughs> <laughs> because when he, he looks at you, he sees his mother, which is supposed to be good. Mm. But because now they have grown an indifference towards that, you're not my father, but because they've grown an indifference within that, they can't make good use of it. It's basically when spouses cannot make good use of the arising differences for the sake of the workability of the marriage. What's your take? Well, um, so I think that is why the Word of God says love covers a multitude of wrongs because um, when we talk about new um, you know, things that develop along the way, um, some of them might be things that we don't like. Some of them might be good for our marriage. But for the ones that we don't like, the love that we have for our spouse should be able to cover that, you know? And it should be able to say, okay, 
um, how do I work around this? Mm. Um, instead of saying, how do I run away from this? So we're living in the times where someone once said that we, we, we no longer want to fix things, but we want to throw mm. broken things and find something new. And that is because things are so easily accessible now. You mentioned the issue of the fourth industrial revolution where you can easily make friends with people around the world without yeah. ending much or without traveling the world, you know? Mm. So we, we everything is just easily accessible to such an extent that we believe that we no longer have to fix things. Um, if it doesn't work out, I can always find somebody else that will work out. But what we don't realize is that that person will also grow up and there'll be new things that pop up. So are we going to be living and changing people every season or every time we feel that what is coming out does not work for us. So we, we really need to go back to the basics and really check if the foundation of our marriage is still intact. By that I mean, if the foundation of our marriage is Christ himself, we will not be, you know, um, doing things like the world does the world says if it doesn't work out, you can always run to a divorce court and get your divorce and go for the one that you want. But we as children of God understand that God hates divorce, meaning that when we have or face problems, we ought to find ways to fix the problems in our marriage. You know, So the issue of social media, the issue of you know finding emotional um, attachment or comfort outside is the biggest issue that many marriages are struggling with today because mm. we're not only competing with this one person, but you're competing with a multitude of people that might be giving your spouse attention at the same time, you know, and that leads in most cases to a um, communication breakdown. And once communication is um, broken in the marriage, it becomes even more difficult for the marriage to work out, you know? So we need to really be careful as to where are we spending our time and who are we spending our time with. It doesn't have to be the person, the physical person, but you being on your phone more than, or, or giving your phone attention more than you give your spouse attention means that your heart has now been shifted from her and it has been put to the people that you are, giving more attention to. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you quite well on this one. Uh, okay. Now, what also comes to mind uh, is, is also the fact that uh, as a believer or a child of God, one one is faced with the issue of growth and development and sometimes recession, deterioration. And sometimes these avoidances can be because one has developed a sickness, everybody, mm. or one has gotten injured in an accident. And you find that in a way, the spouse is no longer comfortable with dealing with this. It, it has just gotten to them 
so deeply and far. We also know that, that such a thing comes across. Another thing also is, is the one I spoke where they grow apart because also their careers. And I'd like us to look into these things. You know, they grow apart because of their careers. The other one uh, is into business. The other one perhaps works for a government or the other one, you know, works a normal job, nine to five. The other one brings a lot of dough at home. They grow apart because the other one's responsibilities with regards to work and, and stuff, it becomes so much that before realizing it, they are not aware that they are staying away from their own spouse. Mm. Until perhaps it's too late. Let's address that when we come back. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za the search continues for top quality South African Christian music. If you are a new artist or releasing a new CD, then send it to Radio Pulpit. For more information, please visit the Radio Pulpit website. That's www.radiopulpit.co.za. Or phone us during office hours 012-334-1200. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Come and ask your questions, share your concerns, experiencing life on 657 AM. Talking to Sipati Tabudi, welcome back. And uh, of course, hey Sipati, you know this spousal avoidance, I call it spousal avoidance. It also comes across because um, of many reasons. You'll find that the other one had gotten injured or had become sick. You know, or sometimes the avoidance comes because of a tragedy that happens. And the other one takes a bit of time. For example, with the passing of my father, uh, it really affected me for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to be disturbed as to... Mm -hmm how long I should mourn for him. Yet at the same time, I didn't want to affect everyone around me mm-hmm. that they start staying off from me because it's painful for them to see me the way that I am. Um, at the same time, I didn't want to be forced to forget someone that I have loved all my life. Someone that looks that I look like. Uh, I look like my father 100%. It's like when we were standing together, you'd say, he's my brother. Mm. And uh, the morning, because of the love, the, the morning had taken a toll on me that now other people would start to want to give me space because of the pain. And sometimes tragedy does that in a marriage. You know, the passing on of someone that one cares about and stuff, it affects the one spouse than the other. 
and then the other has consoled up to the utmost, you know? Mm. And now they decided they decide to keep quiet about it, to let you mourn, to give you your space of mourning. And one doesn't realize that it's actually resulting into avoidance. What comes to mind? Well, um, I think on the issue of, um, you mentioned the issue of sickness, when someone maybe, uh, you know, gets sick or there's mm. tragedy in the family, etc. Mm. I think that is the perfect time to revisit our vows, the vows that we have made to one another in the yeah. beginning of this marriage, you know. When we promised one another that we will be together in sickness and in health, this is now, you know, an opportunity for you to practice what you have promised, mm. you know, to put into, in, make it practical in other words. Um, it's often easier for us to to do that when it is in health, when we are prospering, when we are experiencing success and all of these positive things. But when the negative hits, because unfortunately we're not exempted from the challenges in life. So when those moments come, we ought to treat them as an opportunity for us to now show ourselves that what we said on the altar, we mean what we said, and we're going to live it out. And God is, pre- I mean, um, an opportunity has presented itself for us to show that what we said there, we actually meant. I think it's very important, you know, to also be mindful of the fact that we deal with trauma in different ways. Mm. And it is our responsibility to study one another um, in marriage as to how my partner, you know, deals or reacts to to certain things. And that helps a lot because um, then when that happens, you know how exactly to respond to the situation. I know sometimes it's not easy because certain things you haven't experienced. But when they do, be open to learning how best to respond to the situation. But there you also mentioned the issue of careers that can draw us apart. The very important thing here is to take interest in what our spouse does. You know, we could be in different career paths, but if I ask questions and I do a bit of study and research on what they are doing, then it helps also with the conversations that we have. You will see that the conversations will flow because you will know the right questions to ask. You will know how to engage in that particular subject. The problem becomes when we want to live separately. We want to have our marriage separate from our career. And it shouldn't be like that. I've seen a lot of um, couples that have excelled working together, um, couples that have excelled working in totally different career paths. And that is because they have taken interest in knowing what the other is doing. Mm. And that leads to being able to be the kind of partner that can support their spouse all throughout. Hmm. Now, um, I like it when you say all throughout. They have to know how, you know, uh, to support you, especially in tragedies. And then also uh, another aspect that comes across uh, is the one where they grow apart because, and, and the other one would say, no, you can't demand that of me because you know I am out there making sure that there is food on the table. Mm. 
I'm out there making sure that the kids go to school. Making sure that we live in the house that we would like to live in. And so there are things you can't demand of me as now. Because you know what I'm doing. How would you respond to that? I think the moment we utter words that lead our spouses to thinking that they need to start walking on eggshells or tiptoeing around us, that is a big problem. You know, um, yes, it's great to provide for our family, but when the other is faced with a situation where they're not able to due to certain reasons, um, it is not good to be the voice that reminds them of their inability to do so, especially when it is on the side of the, the husband. You know, men want to be providers. They want to be able to take care of their families. And when they're not able to do that, it does affect their egos. It affects their manhood, if I may put it that way, you know. But our responsibility as the wife to a man that is facing that is to always speak positively and to always treat all of this as the family um, income, the family, you know, it, it's not about you and who's working harder than the other, but you are in this together because we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You might be the one who's there on the receiving end. And how would you feel if you were treated that way, you know? So we just need to be careful as to the things we say when we are frustrated, when we are angry, because those little things, could lead one to thinking that, okay, there's certain things I cannot say around her, or could lead one to then avoiding issues mm. just for, you know, keeping the peace in the family. I hear you. I hear you quite well. And uh, much of the times also we see uh, the avoidance that comes because uh, of companionships that have been developed outside. I wanted us to, you know, take two minutes and look into this. They miss this. And I remember we were talking about this off air. They re- and they use this, this, what they get outside to keep them in the marriage, you know. Uh, companionship. Because yeah. they, yeah, Avoidance comes also because one has found companions outside. and uh, uh, Or there has been an avoidance in the house, so they don't want to part ways. The other one basically has gone on to actually find compatibility outside and to want this to become some sort uh, of an opium so that they mm-hmm. can yeah of an opium so that they can have this in in their own lives mm-hmm. uh, a companionship of a sort you know mm-hmm. uh, what would you say on that um you know the moment we start looking outside it is guaranteed that what we will find will be almost perfect um, mm. It will be everything that you think your your wife or your husband cannot give you. It will be the perfect body. It will be the perfect color complexion. It will be the perfect hair, the perfect nails. It will be the perfect pictures that is sent to you, the perfect 
words even will be spoken at the right time. And that is because it is supposed to be like that at that time. Because remember, as children of God, we have an enemy that fights day and night to destroy families, to destroy marriages. Mm. So we need to be wise. We need to really be wise. Because the moment we open up the space for that, um, it's easy for us to be tempted. It's easy for us to fall into the temptation. You know, mm-hmm. today, many marriages have fallen apart due to infidelity. And when you, when, when you really dig deep, you find that, you know, the person who's left their wife for this person realizes after a month or two that what they had at home was 100% better than what they have signed up for. Mm. And this is because they allowed the eye to look and they allowed themselves to go and touch. And after touching, they felt that, no, this is exactly what is missing, you know? So we ought to be really threading carefully um, as children of God because you don't want to find yourself in a situation where you have lost something big for absolutely nothing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, remember in the early stages, this happens I mean, when we start a new relationship, we portray this perfect image of ourselves. So that's exactly what you will find when you find companionship outside of your marriage. You will find someone who will project a perfect image of themselves. Now, you need to just um, remind yourself that that's exactly what you did to your own wife in the beginning. Mm. And chances are there is more to it than what meets the eye. And are you ready to leave what you have built over the years for what could be a total tragedy? Hmm. Yeah. And they say, I lack compatibility, Gontu. Hey, Anna. Yeah. When we come back, the final thought. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564, or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za. In today's rush world, there is limited time for yourself. Your cell phone, however, is with you all the time. So why not use it? Visit our Radio Pulpit website with your cell phone and restore your soul. There you can find out more about Radio Pulpit. Download the Bible to your cell phone. Read Word for Today. And you can listen to us online. Just visit www.radiopulpit.co.za. Especially developed for your cell phone. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. It's more than radio. It's a way of life. It is 657 AM. Coming to the final segment of this discussion with Sipati, we are looking into the very aspect of avoidance. Many people would say, there's so much that you left outside. And I say, we will give this much more time to speak about. Maybe in the other episodes, not necessarily next week, because I've already sent the topic for next week. But one of the things that really is or needs to be looked into uh, is that... Uh, each and every thing that happens that leads to the avoidance, there has been causes, Sipati. Mm-hmm. Uh, causes could have been 
that others felt that they were cheated on when it comes to time. They have not been given the time that they need, so they're getting it somewhere. Um, others might feel that they had grown incompatible with some of the values that had developed as they were growing. They can adjust as quick as that. Others, number three, is a sense of failure, especially amongst men, uh, when they see that their wives are more proficient than they are. Then they drag behind. Um, and in dragging behind, you'll find them having companions with these ladies that they can just overpower and rule over. Mm. And uh, also you would see in other instances that others had gone to a great extent of avoidance simply because they just can't cope with your pace. Maybe it's an academic pace, uh, whatever pace of development you are at, they can cope. You'll find that the spouse or the wife here feels very much insecure because now the husband is in the limelight on the news with a public relations officer. <laughs> <laughs> that looks ten times better than your wife. <laughs> you know? Uh, uh, yes, the statistics of the devil, he always counts like that. Mm-hmm. A- and, and that's a bit of a big problem, isn't it? Absolutely. Mm. I think that um, we, we need to practice a lot of self-control as children of God. You know, we are living in very challenging times where everything is just easily accessible, you know? Um, today, you don't even have to pursue a girl um, to get to them. Mm-hmm. You just need to plant what you have, and they will come running to you. Mm. You know, they will tell you how much they have a crush on you, or they will just start sending you nudes. Yeah. Um, and that's the reality of it, mm. you know. But the Word of God, you know, um, is what guides us as children of God. We are reminded and we are told that we should not commit adultery. Mm. So no matter the temptation, we cannot use all of those things as an excuse. Yeah. We cannot use things like, oh, these girls are coming on to me. We cannot use, you know, because firstly, we are given wisdom. Wisdom mm. says, um, if I find myself at the wrong place at the wrong time, I will come across wrong things. So we need to really check where we spend our time, who we spend our time with. Mm. If I'm surrounded by friends who have more than one girlfriend or has a wife and has girlfriends, chances are his you know, behavior will influence the person that I am. I'll end up seeing nothing wrong with what they do. Mm. And the moment I start seeing nothing wrong with that, chances of me doing it as well, are even bigger, you know? So there's certain things that as children of God, we ought to know that we have to avoid that because we cannot pray it away. Mm. Um, you know, just not don't be there. Find places that will help you grow as a child of God. Find places and people that will help develop and grow your marriage and your family as well. But if we constantly expose ourselves to things that are destroying us and destroying um, our marriages, 
then it is bound to to get destroyed. You know, I think it, it, it's not rocket science, Pastor Ray. Um, yes, we have a list of excuses that we could come up with, but at the end of the day, we know what the Word of God expects of us. At the end of the day, even when we think that my wife doesn't see what I'm doing or my husband doesn't see what I'm doing, there is God that sees all things. So much of the times also, Sipati, I think some other, amongst other things, is the settling and the accommodation of the, the appearing differences. You know, uh, I believe when one is 24, getting married when they are 24, by the time they are 34, they are a totally different person. If, if you know, whether they have improved or digressed, and then also uh, uh, in the aspect, in the notion where you find that a person by the age of 40, you know, there are some things, you know, there are developments that have taken place in them and they need to work on this because, see, these developments are what are causing estrangements. You know, when someone starts to say, now I need to buy a bike, and I'm hanging out with people who like bikes. And you know your wife is afraid of bikes. Né? So it gives you an opportunity to be out the whole Sunday. <laughs> and who are you out with, you know? There will be this girl who is daring to, to be on a bike with you and all those kinds of things and stuff. These developments need to be communicated. You know, another point that spouses miss is to communicate their developments with one another. And if you don't communicate your developments with one another, it's a big problem, Sipati. Absolutely. Um, you know, again, I think it, it, it takes us back to the issue of communication breakdown. Mm. Um, I think that if there is no communication in the marriage, then you start finding yourself doing things behind your, your spouse's back. Yeah. Um, finding new interests and things that your spouse will get shocked if they were to find out about them. Mm. Because there's just no communication, Absolutely. you know. But if we're constantly communicating, one will be in the know. So one will know that, okay, so my husband has a sudden interest. Mm. And a wise spouse is one that will say, okay, um, how do I best support this? Especially if the interest does not harm the family or the marriage. Yeah. Absolutely. It should not harm the family or the marriage. But also, at the same time, it is good to to accommodate your spouse in your developments. The people who see developments in them and stuff fail to accommodate their own spouse. If you are developing in the field of an industry, a particular industry that you are at, you need to accommodate your spouse. Uh, uh, into your development and spouses need to make themselves available towards the development of their own spouse and to know this thing I'm not doing for myself I am do we are doing it as one you know uh, and it will help to to bridge the gap you know um, to narrow the gap and the more they do things together the more they communicate the better I know it it has worked for many people Sipati, thank you so much. I really appreciate the time. Thank you so much, Pastor. Thank you for having me. And of course, how do people reach out to you? 
Yes, um, I'm on Facebook. My Facebook name is Sipati Tabudi. I'm also on email. My email address is sipati at meshektabudifoundation.org. Thank you so much, Sipati. We talk again the coming week. Much blessings to you. Amen. Blessings to you too. It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to, someone to listen to us. And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text? Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression or anxiety, speak to someone who cares today. Send a WhatsApp message to 64 530 6805 or 074-995-9085. Our I Am Youth Counseling Team, Charles Dudoy and Danny Vambili, are ready to connect with you today. Radio Pulpit's Facebook page makes you more a part of the station than ever before. Now you can give your opinion regarding our programs or even contact your favorite presenter. You can get the latest news and existing programs and communicate with other listeners. Come on, let your fingers do the talking on Radio Pulpit's Facebook page. It's interactive and dynamic. Just visit facebook.com forward slash Radio Pulpit. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.